Yo. Welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. My name is Sean, if you've forgotten. How was your week? What did you do? It's Sunday. It's the end of the week. It's time to take in that recap of um, how much time did I waste versus how much did I actually, how much shit did I get done? Personally, I think I got enough done. You know, I got my hours in at work. Except for Friday, I got off. Which, if, if there are any day that I would want to miss, it's not Friday, because that's the day the manager's not there. It's a lot more relaxed, but... Nah, I got Friday off because of the dentist. I was going to work the morning shift to try to get my hours in, um, but the dentist appointment was at 10 a.m., and morning shift doesn't end until 11, so... Whoa, boo-hoo, I got the whole day off, right? But, um... You know, I woke up, and... St- got Getting ready for the dentist, right? Took a shower... Started brushing my teeth, and while I'm vigorously scrubbing my teeth, you know, thinking that I can undo all the damage that might have happened in the past six months, I I had a thought. um, You know, when I was a kid, my mom always encouraged me to do this, and they even have, like, at dentist office, they have throwaway disposable toothbrushes now that already have the toothpaste on them there, so you can brush your teeth before you go to see the dentist. And it just occurred to me just now, or this this week, isn't that kind of like cleaning your house before the maid comes over? <laughs> like, I'm going to the dentist to get a cleaning done, but I'm going to brush my teeth beforehand. Like, that that just don't add up. That's like, that's like self-serve shit at restaurants. Like, what the fuck am I tipping you for, you know? Nah, not really. Uh, <laughs> dentist is more like a, a checkup, like preventative shit, like... You don't call a maid over to the see to assess how clean your house is. That that's more of what the dentist is for to see how fucked up your teeth are. Um, so I guess that's the difference. But I went up to the dentist, and everybody always talks about hating the dentist and everything. And, and I mean, that's not my favorite thing to do. Like I did enjoy getting a day off school or whatnot, but I don't look forward to the dentist. But I, some people describe it as like a nightmare thing. Like oh, I dreaded it, but. I'm, maybe that's just the dentist they got, because I've always had pretty nice dentists. I mean, even thinking back when I was a, a youngin in elementary school, I had this lady dentist who was always very nice to me, and anytime she would ask me questions, because I, I guess I had a lot of fucking cavities when I was a kid or some shit, because I remember being there kind of often, but whenever she would ask me anything, like, you doing okay, or something, something, I would use my hands to respond, like, thumbs up or a thumbs down or some shit or like she asked me something I didn't know I would kind of do like a miniature shrug with my hands she always laughed at that so I guess not a lot of people did that or something but I don't know she was always cool and then the damn it it's not a dentist what is the what is the braces doctor for some I know it's not I know it's not but optometrist keeps coming into my head it's a dentist and then a <laughs> it's not coming to me, but my braces dentist, he was also really cool too. He was kind of funny and clever and I enjoyed talking to him when I was up there. Always uh, was a really nice guy. And then this dentist I go to now, he's super nice too. He, I find it, I, I was going to say fascinating. That's not a great word for it. I find it very, very impressive how he remembers shit about me like when we don't see each other for six months in between like back I've been going for a minute here back when I was looking at colleges and stuff 
those two checkups for that year, he was like, oh, so did you pick a college? Or I was, you know, I went to this college and da 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 you know, talking about that stuff. And then this time I walk in, he's like, you look different this time. It, it must be the hair and the beard, huh? And I'm like, yeah, something like that. And then he started talking about, um, ah, shit, how, how's it going with the job and everything? And I told him, you know, changing that. But, nah, he was he was cool in the fact that he remembers stuff and keeps up. And he'll sit there and have a conversation with you. Like, we talked about the Super Bowl. Apparently, he's a vegetarian. So I was, ta- uh, I, I was talking about how bad it is at Buffalo Wild Wings when I worked there during the Super Bowl. And he was like, well, that's, I mean, that's kind of one of the best places to watch it there. And I was like, nah, I don't fucking think so. They're super overpriced. But then again, I am terribly biased against them. So I don't know. And he said, well, I'm a, I'm a vegetarian, so it doesn't matter to me. I don't eat meat either way. I'm going to watch it at a friend's house. And I was like, that's the way to do it. And he's like, it sure is. You know, small shit, but it, it's personable. I love stuff like that. Uh, and, of course, I did not have any cavities. Let's go. That's always a great feeling. There was one part of the cleaning, though, where they were getting cleaning, like, the front of my bottom teeth. And, and that felt like a sharp, cold pain, like, twice, like, nerve pain or some shit. That shit fucking hurt I, in a way that I can't describe. And whenever I think about it now, I still wince a little bit. But we're over that now. Don't got to see them again until August. Yeah, Tuesday. Or, I mean, second month plus six. That's eight. That's the month I was born in. That's August. So that's cool. I'm glad I got that taken care of. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let's see what I got written down for this week. Um, I wrote down, don't talk to me when I'm groggy. Okay. This, uh, this goes back to the morning of the dentist because my mom woke me up and asked me something. I don't know. I, maybe she thought I needed to go to work or something, but she woke me up and asked me something. And I turned to her, and some garbled words came out of my mouth, but I could not tell you what was uh, heard or spoken during the, that encounter. Because I swear, if you if you wake me up, if I'm like half asleep still, that's like the fucking truth serum, dude. You could sit there and ask me something, and as long as it's simple enough for my brain to process in that moment, I'm probably just going to tell you the first thing that comes to my mind. And that's kind of scary to be aware of, but... No, that's happened multiple times where she's, or, or normally she'll like tell me something, like she'll wake me up and be like, hey, we got to go do this at two. I'm like, okay, okay. and I'm back back to sleep. And then at like 1.45 when she's walking around getting ready and I'm just sitting down like watching TV, eating a bag of chips. I'm like, why aren't you getting ready? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, what do you, what, we have something to do, huh? And it's always, why'd you tell me when I was asleep? Like, man, let me, let my brain fucking, I got to pull a ripcord on that motherfucker and get it going for a second first, man. Shit. Um, also this week. So, um, I, I don't remember how deep I went into this a while back, but jo- Jonathan, something happened with him, so. They put all the kids into self-defense class, right? So they've been doing that for the past week. Like MMA, boxing. I don't really know the specifics of it, but self-defense. Learn how to fight and stuff. And they, they end up sparring with the other kids. And apparently Grady was sparring with this kid. And these are dad's words. And paraphrased by me. So yeah, Grady was sparring with this kid. And he like 
kicked Grady in the stomach, and Dad said he fucking shot back like four feet and landed on his butt. And then as he was getting up, everybody looked over, so it went from just him kind of getting up hurt to uh, <laughs> like really acting it out and shit. But the that's not the the point of this. The point of this is Grady came home and he was apparently he asked Dad like. Dad, what do I do? I, I don't want I don't want it to hurt like that again or some shit. And he was like, "What what what can I do? What can I do?" Dad was like, "You can get abs." So, these past 3 or 4 days, Grady has done like 50 to 100 sit-ups a day and Russian twists and all this other shit like for the past 3 days now, I think. I've heard him come up to dad like, "Dad, I did a plank for a minute and a half or some shit like that." So, this dude ha- is go- has a quest now for abs at the ripe old age of eight years old. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how old he is, like eight or nine. But that's fucking crazy. But hey, if you're gonna if that's gonna happen to you in front of everybody, if you're gonna get kicked on your ass, that is the the way to use it. You gotta p- take that and put it and make it motivation. That's the that's the best way to take that. So that's fucking awesome for him. I mean, starting off this young already, bro. If you start off lifting at eight, dude, you're going to be ripped. Be getting all the bitches in high school. Going to be a fucking linebacker football player. Because Grady is pretty athletic, too. He likes to do stuff outside, throw the football, ride bikes. He said he was learning how to skate, too. So, man, if he starts now, bro, he's going to be fucking a monster. I don't even know. Plus, he's got fucking dad's jeans in him. Or... I guess I should say Jeremy's jeans for the sake of that sentence. He could be fucking six feet tall by the time he's done growing. Jonathan's already shooting up there. Shit, he's like 12 or 13, man. He's already, he might be as tall as me now. I don't ever really walk up next to him and like check, but he's almost as tall or as tall as me already. And it's like, fuck, dude. When I was 12, or or, yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was 12, I I was like five feet tall. If that, like... This dude's shooting up. And uh, while I am a little jealous, like, yeah, it would be fucking awesome to be that tall. I think I'm at the perfect height for me personally because I'm tall enough. I'm, I'm taller than enough people so that I don't feel horrible about myself. But I'm not so tall that I start to get an ego about it and start to think that I'm fucking, you know, God's gift to the earth or some shit. Like, Knowing myself, if I was also if I was like six feet, six three or some shit, I would walk around thinking that I was like, for lack of a better term, the alpha male. I don't know, like, I don't know. I would it would go to my head pretty quickly. So I think I'm uh, I'm at a good height to keep me humble. <laughs> but I can only imagine how awkward that shit is. Just like. Like, uh, almost like a dead zone on a controller, I guess. Like, one day you wake up, all your limbs are an inch longer. You got to get used to that shit instantly. Just bumping into stuff. Being clumsy as shit. I don't know. Also, must suck to put on weight. Because Jonathan is just, like, skin and bones. He is growing up tall and slender and lanky. And, I mean, it's not for lack of eating. Because he eats around here all the time. So... I know how hard it is for me. It must be even harder for him because he is growing right now, too. Shit. I don't even know. Um, We got sushi this week. 
That was much needed. I've been craving that for a minute now, man. Because I've, I've been trying to not go out as much and save up some money so I can go get a house. But we, uh, I hit up Kevin and Michael. Or at first I hit up Kevin. I was like, hey, bro, when can you get sushi? And he's been going around looking at a lot of cars and stuff recently. So he's like, man, I think I'm free the weekend after next. I was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you mean? I meant like this week, not I want to get sushi sometime this month if we can schedule it. Like, no, I'm ready now. But um, apparently one of the things fell through or some shit on Thursday. So me, Kevin, and Michael all went up to Thai Square, which is a fucking banger if you haven't been and you're in the area. I highly suggest it. Uh, we sat down and ordered. Uh, normally we get gyoza as an appetizer, but Kevin wasn't really feeling that. So we got karaage, karaage, which on the menu it said deep fried chicken. So I was thinking like some maybe some tempura strips of chicken or some shit something nice but they brought out it literally looked like some frozen chicken nuggets that they had just tossed in the air fryer for six minutes like it wasn't anything special it wasn't bad but it's like if i knew if there was a picture of that next to it i would have never ordered that uh but then we we went to order our stuff and we when we were looking at the items we noticed on the menu that on one of our menus there was something under the sushi that said like special buy two get one free but it was kind of it was crossed out on one of them but on the other two it wasn't and kevin kept saying he because he was the one like thinking about it he's like man i'm gonna ask next time she comes up here i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask but they never asked and so they decided on their orders they were gonna get like some ramen or something and sushi one sushi roll but me like i said man i was craving sushi bro i was getting two sushi rolls i already had them picked out i was ready and then she came up to us and they ordered and then I ordered my stuff, and she said, oh, you can get a free sushi roll with that. You can get a third one. I was like, oh, snap. Let me open up that menu real quick. So I got a third roll. I got the Playboy roll on top of the Volcano roll and the King Tuna roll, which were all fucking amazing. I think the best one was the Volcano roll, but they were all really good. Like, I could not complain. You know, sometimes I get on here talking about sushi, and I'm like, yeah, that one was okay, or that one had cream cheese in it. I didn't like it, but no, these were all really good. Like, I I ate so much that I could not eat any more sushi, and I still had, like, four or five pieces left. I had to let Michael finish them off for me. He is a champion of a man for doing so, not wasting any fine food. But, yeah, it was fucking great i'm definitely gonna be going back there now that i know that two for one special is back on i remember when they first opened it they had it going on but I, like i said i'm pretty sure it was crossed out on all the menus but i guess they maybe business is low or something they got to bring it back in but i don't know i'm gonna take full advantage of it that's all i know <sighs> you know what else is found in the sea like sushi well i guess not sushi the stuff sushi's made out of but also, you'll find in the sea a plethora of anchors. Anchors. All right. I know everybody's talking about the Super Bowl today. That's what everybody is into, waiting for, watching. My parents came back from it asking, did you watch the halftime show? Did you watch the halftime show? And while I got to say, this is one of the only halftime shows I would really super be interested in. I mean, Eminem, duh, Dr. Dre, fucking awesome. Kendrick Lamar, The Goat, Snoop Dogg, that's awesome. Mary J. Blige, hey, I'll give respect where it's due, okay? She's fucking awesome, too. And um, 
my dad actually dad came back complaining about her shaking her ass that's that's why uh, i was thinking about her in that frame of mind but uh <laughs> i didn't watch the super bowl halftime show i might see it on youtube or some shit i'm sure it'll work its way into my field of vision but until then i'm not stressing but uh what I was waiting for, and I didn't even expect to be waiting for, was the new Euphoria episode. Because uh, I found myself around like 7 o'clock, I found myself with nothing to do. So I, I thought, you know, what comes out on Sunday? I've already watched anime today. I've already watched Demon Slayer, which went off. The Entertainment District arc is over, and it's fucking great. I love the ending. And I, were, I already watched uh, Boruto, which is... <sighs> it's Boruto. It's just good enough to keep my interest and keep that naruto fanboy in me alive but nothing great is happening right now maybe maybe soon i don't know you can never really tell with this but i'm gonna keep trudging on give gives me something to look forward to every week kind of so i was like hmm, what else do i have to watch that comes out on sundays euphoria that that, that comes out on sunday so i opened up hbo and it wasn't out yet so i looked up the time it comes out at eight o'clock so <laughs> Around 7.50, when I, after I'd eaten, you know, killed some time and everything, I was sitting there, like, watching the clock, like, hmm, it's not out yet. Watch a YouTube video, 7.57. Don't want to start doing something else, because then I'll forget. Oh, shit, 7.58, 7.58. Oh, it's close, it's close. I wonder what's going to I wonder if they're going to be dicks on the screen this episode. 7.59. Oh, shit. I wonder if it drops, like, at 8, or if I open it too soon, I have to refresh it. And 8 o'clock, I open it, and it's there. And then I watched it. It was pretty good, man. I'm not going to lie. Euphoria is on it this season. I'm really enjoying everything. Uh, I don't want to say anything specific about it because I don't want to spoil it. But one thing that I have been liking about Euphoria, I've been getting some music off this. I've been using uh, the Shazam feature on the iPhone a lot. Like if you scroll down to the little control center, I think it's called, where the brightness, the volume, all that shit is, you can press Shazam on there and listen around for songs and fucking it recognizes them and then you like them on spotify and boom you're expanding your musical library your musical knowledge your musical i don't know vocabulary not really whatever it's pretty cool because there are a lot of cool songs on there i'm not talking about the ones that everybody should already know about like uh hit them up by tupac that one was a big one that was on there they had um fuck i can't remember the other song but there have been some nice like jazz pieces and shit in there that i didn't really expect that you just pick up and like hey i want to hear this again later so fuck it also go ahead going out on with that um i watched more movies with shay this week and that's another thing i do over there is whenever there's a good ass song playing i'm like shit let me pull out my phone let me pull out my phone shazam it and then i have it for later um this week we watched honey boy which is um, about shia labeouf's childhood I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, it was about someone's childhood. I didn't read about like the backstory of it, but I'm pretty sure it was Shia LaBeouf's childhood. And he played his dad in it, which was pretty fucking, pretty great, pretty crazy, pretty high tension. Uh, I didn't expect. I, I mean, it's just an interesting dynamic for sure. The the kid who's an actor, who's making it, who's getting all the money. And then he, he has to pay his dad to stay around and kind of chaperone him. And his dad is kind of a shitty dad. But he, you can see at some points that he tries and then he cares. But, I mean, he it's hard for him because the kid that he made is living out his dreams. I mean, his dad was like a rodeo clown. 
some shit, you know, small time stuff, but he wanted to be big time fame. And there's his son doing all of it right there in front of him. And no means am I justifying the shit, but I'm just saying that's interesting to watch play out and um, see on the big screen. And also it flashes back and forth from like him as a kid to him grown up dealing with the repercussions of the stuff now. And it's really nice. I also really like the ending of the movie. I thought it really left a nice, um, like what I'm about to complain about for this next movie. This movie ended in like a nice place. It made sense. I was like, oh, okay, it's going to end now. Like it was kind of resolved. So uh, Honey Boy is really great. That's on Amazon Prime, I'm pretty sure. Shia LaBeouf's in it. And it also has the same, like the this movie that I'm talking about right now, Honey Boy, and the next movie, Manchester by the Sea or whatever the fuck. I'm going to look up the name now, but they have one actor in common. It's in this and Honey Boy. It's the guy who plays grown up. Oh, yeah. Manchester by the Sea. It's the guy who plays grown up Otis and in Manchester by the Sea. It's the guy who plays the son of Joe. Shit. I can't remember his name right now. Manchester by the Sea. Let me see. Patrick. It's the guy who plays Patrick. His name is Lucas Hedges. He's pretty cool. I, I thought he was good in both movies. Uh, shit, shit. Where, train of thought, train of thought. I'm sorry. Honey Boy was good. Go check it out. If you haven't, because I had heard about it, but I just never went to watch it. It was pretty good. So then we watched that, and then we watched Manchester by the Sea, which is, it was really good. It was, um, I need to stop s- starting things with which. That's what I was thinking about. I'm sorry. I will, uh, try to fix my vocal habits, my speech habits. Manchester by the Sea is um, pretty dramatic. It's one of those movies that kind of unfolds in a way that if they re- if they revealed the details in any other way, like it would not have had the same effect. It, it, it's um, pretty nice how they put it all together because basically this dude, he has to return back to his hometown b- because of family stuff. And when everybody's hearing about, oh, this guy's coming back or someone sees him in town, they're like, oh, shit. That's the blah, 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 blah. Like, that's him. So that kind of sets him up as having a reputation. And then you find out um, what happened in his past. Like, the whole time you're wondering, like, shit, did he kill somebody? Like, did he touch a kid? Why the fuck are they? Why is, there, why is he so notorious? There's only so many good things you can do to get that notorious. So it has to be something bad. Or did he, like, did he do something bad? Did something bad happen to him? And then you find out. And then you find out the details on that later, and it's like, holy shit, dude. And there are a few interactions in the movie. Like, there's there's one where he's talking to his ex, and she's trying to apologize, but he just cannot, he can't handle it. Like, he can't, he doesn't want to have this uh, interaction. He he just tries to push it off, and so they're, they're like, getting out half sentences, like, but I shouldn't have, but, but no, 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 but you, and, and then uh, like they're getting out half sentences, but you can tell they're fully communicating and shit in like within their context. And it's, it's pretty cool to see. This is just a nice film in general. I really liked it. There are also a lot of points where the main character is uh, put into cliches. Like at one point he was in a bar and this girl next to him spilled her drink on him. And so she was like, okay, I'm, I'm the girl that spilled the drink on you. You know, my name is so-and-so. And he just kind of stood there and she was like well what's your name and then he he's like oh my name's lee and then just kind of stood there 
And so the night goes on, and like in any other fucking sitcom, movie, anything, they would have ended up talking and going home and fucking, right? But in this, he's awkward as shit, and they and nothing happens. Like it shows a, a scene at the end of the, the night. They're just across from each other, not doing shit. I, I li- they did that a few different times in this movie, and I like that. I thought that was cool. Uh, this is another one like the uh, World's Greatest Dad that I can't really talk about too much with, uh, without just spoiling the whole fucking movie. So go check it out for sure. This was a good one. Manchester by the Sea. Casey Affleck is the main character. Ben Affleck's brother. I feel like I've seen him in something else before. Hmm. Goodwill Hunting? What? He was in... Oh, Ben Affleck was too. That's cool. I didn't know that. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I Just looking on Google. Um, at work this week, it was pretty bad. Robert was... Er, shit, sorry. The manager was being pretty irritating. There was one point where we were... We were doing something like we were at a station where I would where whenever I was done with my part, I handed it to Aiden and then he pinned it and then set it to the side. So we were we had he had to wait on me every now and then. And so I had just finished setting down what I was gluing and Aiden came over to grab it and pin it. But while we were at the same table for that brief half a second, he was finishing the the idea, the conversation that we we're having. And he was just like making eye contact with me, like looking at me, you know, you know, like you do when you're finishing a thought just to kind of cement it, I guess, to kind of anchor it. Damn, that's too late. I did that earlier. Fuck. Or maybe I'll do it now to kind of anchor the thought. We'll see which one I use, but it's cool having two because normally I can't even remember to do one. Um, But uh, sorry to kind of finish his thought. And then right as he did that, literally the second that he stood over and and stopped, our manager comes by and yells, quit yapping, get back to work, quit bullshitting, like all this shit. And we that just pissed me off so fucking much. Because it's one thing if we're sitting there talking for a second, but dude, we he hadn't even stopped yet. Like, you didn't, <laughs> he could have stood there for a minute, but you didn't even give him the chance to like do that. I don't know. That shit pissed me the fuck off. And so I I started like I started talking to Aiden like, yeah, bro, did you just fucking sneeze on company time, dude? Holy shit! Like just being an asshole trying to mock our manager, and he started doing the same thing. And then I found out that uh, well, uh, let me say this first. Uh, Thursday, literally everybody was pissed off at him. Like Johnny was over here like he must be PMSing, and uh, the. Cullen got into it with him. Aiden was apparently called his mom like, bro, I like I can't do this shit anymore. Like I need to get a new job. That's what I just heard about. I was over there earlier. I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, But man, everybody was pissed off by him. And so Friday when I wasn't there, Aiden texted me and said, hey, we all got a dollar raise today. And I was like, damn, that's fucking cool. Did he say why? Is it for putting up with the fucking manager? And uh I don't think it w- I don't think it was like logistically but low key man that might be what it is and I don't know it's kind of like it's kind of like when I first started working at Buffalo like at, at first I didn't think the manager was that bad here cuz you know he he was showing me how to do shit and everything but 
I feel like the longer I've been here, the more he'll just easily overreact to shit. He um, tries to get on my ass about not doing anything when there's literally nothing to do. Like the other day, he he got onto me for sitting down, sitting around, and then he brought me to the back to help do something that doesn't even need two people. But basically, just so I'm like doing something. Like I get it, I'm being paid to be there, but at the same time, I'm the last person to just slack off when there's shit to do. Like whenever there's shit to do. I'm on top of it. Like, if anything, I'm walking around looking for stuff to do more often than I'm just being lazy. So that's that's where, where it kind of bothers me. But I guess that's kind of like Buffalo, like I was saying. Like, when I first started working there, everybody, literally everybody that worked there would talk to me about the manager at Buffalo. Like, yeah, you should, it's like, you should watch out for him. Like, it was one of those dudes where every time someone would come in to clock in, right, they would have to walk in through these the, this door that like opened up wide and then slammed so you heard everybody and everybody would walk in and they'd look to whoever was closest to one of the things to clock in on and they'd be like who's the manager this shift who's working today and you would go down the list of names and if anybody heard the name of that manager you're like fuck god damn it today bro shit i should i knew i should have called in man like it was that dude and, and I, when I first got there, I didn't think he was a, a horrible guy because, I mean, on the orientation, he, like, bought us food and everything, which I guess he had a budget for. Like, it's their food. But anyway, he he was nice and stuff to me on, uh, when we were starting. But then, like, two days in, he, he asked me to go clean the restrooms, which nobody in hospitality really did that anyways because we were all in high school and not getting paid enough to really do that shit. So he, they wanted us to do restroom checks, like, every 20 minutes. Like, dude, fuck you. I'm only going in there if you tell me to. But, yeah, he told me to go in there and clean the restroom, which I had never learned how to do because everybody that was training me was like, yeah, we don't really do that, so you don't really need to know how. So I went in there, and I texted my friend that got me the job. Or I No, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was like, you go clean the restroom. And I'm like, well, can I ask so-and-so to, like, show me how? Because they were the ones that got me the job. And uh, he was like, no, you can go in there and do it, and then I'll go tell you what you did wrong. Like, that type of shit. It's like. Bro, it's my second day, dude. But anyway, anyway, I went in there and then I texted my friend and he went in there and helped me. But that's when I was like, okay, this dude is kind of off. And the longer I was there, I, I put it together. Everybody was saying that he was bipolar and shit, which I didn't really believe. But, I mean, some shifts he would come in like, hey, guys, what what are we going to do today? Are, are we going to get some, are we going to do work today? We got We got people out there trying to eat. All right, guys. And then other days he would just come in like, just getting onto people's asses like i remember one day he was uh this dude named tyrone we used to have in the kitchen one day he was doing it on fries which is the most important fucking station to be on in the in in the in buffalo wild wings because what goes out with everything dude burgers what do you have on the side fries wings what do you have on the side of wings fries bro what do you have on the side of um i don't know chicken strips fries what do you have on the, everything fries all right, so or or onion rings or potato wedges, but they all come from the same station, which is called um, Chip. But Tyrone was on Chip making the fries and shit, and he was putting out fries on these trays. And we had two sizes: we had like a side, and then we had a large. And the manager came back there and picked up two of the different sizes because they were in two different spot spots, but they looked the same. And he went back there and he's like, "Hey, Tyrone." Hey Tyrone, you want you want to tell me what's what's the difference between these two fries right here? 
and this is like in the middle of a busy ass shift like everybody's busting their asses that kitchen is not a large space so like he's taking up valuable real estate while people are trying to get back and forth between areas and stuff and just to do all this and tyrone you know he's busting out fries like i don't blame him for fucking up some or making some bigger than they needed to be but he has to stop what he's doing to be like uh i i don't know man i i don't uh he's like are you weighing them are you weighing the fries are you weighing the baskets and so he, he pulled out the fucking scale like they're supposed to weigh every basket of fries that they put out like it's 1.8 ounces tyrone huh can we get it together okay okay every time you send out a basket that's supposed to be a side all right what are we doing what are we losing we're losing money that's right okay so we need to get it together and bring up efficiency like he was this type of dude like those that was the cadence that he talked to people in no one liked this motherfucker and i always said he would come in like being nice sometimes but then he would just like do that same shit in a sarcastic way like he would be mean or be super i mean i mean, I remember one time this server was crying which i don't remember why all our servers suck so i'm sure it was for a shitty reason but she was like he was like okay you can clock out and go cry at home or you can you can work you came here to work right okay so which one's it going to be and i'm i'm assuming she went home she probably fucking quit but no that dude was a dick but for the first like week i was or, or a couple of days i'm like man i don't see what everybody's saying about this dude i i think they're all being kind of harsh on him just cuz he's the manager and then they show who they really are and you're like oh no everybody was right i mean the manager at J-Mill, sometimes he's, he talks to us, and he's like an all right guy. Like, I don't mind talking to him, but I really do think it's just being seated in that position of power. It it, it makes people, like, want to take it out on other people. I don't know. I haven't ever been a manager, I, I, so I wouldn't be able to speak on it. But, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Why the fuck did I write Dixie Dreaming, Dying in a Dream? Wh- where am I supposed to go with that? Um, oh, but it, oh, yeah, I, I forgot to completely make that point in Manchester. The Manchester at the Seas movie, one thing I didn't like about that movie was the whole time, it was one of those artsy movies, right? Kind of like everything's ambiguous, being revealed, and, and the whole time I was waiting for there to be, like, a crash, a car crash, or someone to, like, get struck by lightning or go into a coma, like, some random shit to happen to just shift the whole paradigm of the movie. That that's one thing that sucks about those new like artsy movies that don't really have a beginning or end or like a, a, a like a goal in the movie. Also, you don't really know when it's gonna end. Like the whole time, I'm thinking like every scene that fades out. I'm like, fuck, is that it? Was that it? Is it over? Is it over? And then at the end of the movie, you know, when it actually is gonna end, something happens, and I'm like, fuck you, don't end it right there. And then the next scene is fucking credits rolling. I'm like, God damn it bro fuck off man i wanted more it's always like that and it was like that with manchester too but that just means that it's really good or that's what i think at least okay let's see how long we got going here 35 minutes let's read from my old journal well first actually i was at aiden's earlier because i was doing taxes aiden's mom knows how to do taxes apparently so she said she'd do mine so I brought my stuff over, and um, Aiden and Vic had made 
fucking mac and cheese and crab cakes too, but I didn't really care about that. But the mac and cheese, man, the mac and cheese was really good. And I, I went over there and they're like, do you want to try some? I was like, sure. So I tried a bite and then I sat down and finished doing my taxes and stuff. Aiden's dad came out and started talking to me about some stuff. Apparently him and my dad like have a friend in common, just random small world type stuff. So that was cool. It's always nice talking to Aiden's dad. He's funny. And um, I'd never really talked to Aiden's mom before, but I had to sit down and talk to her to do my taxes. And she was pretty funny, too. She was really nice. And um, then when I fin- when we finished up doing that, Aiden was like, hey, man, if you want to grab a plate, bro, go ahead. So I got a plate, and I got more of that mac and cheese. Didn't touch the crab cakes, but I got more of that mac and cheese because that mac and cheese was really good. And... Um, you know, I was just chilling, and I got to get one more tax form from Robinhood for doing uh, selling stocks and stuff. I got to bring that back. I think it releases Wednesday is what they said. I called them and everything, but uh, when I was ready to leave, I was like, okay, um, thank you guys for everything. I guess I'll be back Wednesday whenever that stuff comes in, and Aiden's dad was like, yeah, man, or you can... You're more than welcome to come by whenever you want, man. And um, I'm like, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, all right, y'all y'all have a good night. And I left. And that that feels pretty good to be, like, welcome into someone's home like that. And it brought back a memory of when I first started hanging out with Aiden and one of one of this, this guy we used to run around with. And he had known Aiden for a minute. And so we went back to Aiden's house for whatever reason. We were chilling there, and then his dad starts talking to to us, and then something comes up, and his dad says to the friend, he's like, well, you know, you can always come back here if something happens, you know, stuff like that, and I just remember seeing that and thinking, like, dang, that that's cool, like, I hope I, like, that would be nice, I hope that I get that one day, like, have, have his family think of me like that, that's cool, because they're genuine, decent people, and, um, They've always been really nice whenever I've been over, even when, like, back then, even when I was just a new strange strange face in the house. But now, like, the, the time before this, I came over, like, his dad just handed me a joint, <laughs> just started a conversation with me as soon as I walked in. I don't even remember what I came over for. He just handed me a joint when I walked in. And um, I don't know. Like, I just had that, um, had that kind of flashback, I guess, after that, but makes me really happy because uh they're all really nice people they've always been really nice when i came over and so it was cool uh, i hope that i can be like that one day when i have a house and i don't know maybe kids i hope to be one of those parents that you know leaves an impact i guess not an impact but like you go home thinking like damn well it makes sense that they're cool people they they were raised by cool people right uh, yeah doing taxes that shit's cool Apparently, I'm going to get a good amount back this year. We'll see. Anything that I... I, I was going to... if I mean, I was thinking it was going to be a little bit, right? Like 300 or some shit. So I was thinking, ah, I'll just get AirPods, you know, spend it on myself. I'll spend the whole thing on myself was the thought. But if I'm getting back as much as she said I'm getting back, I cannot just spend this shit all on myself. That would be very irresponsible. But I think I am going to get those AirPods because I've been playing drums in the garage. And for some reason, I think it's with these new heads, like... If I if I'm trying to play to whatever song's playing on a speaker, like my JBL speaker, that shit will not like I cannot keep in in tune with it. I can't hear it over the drums or whatever, so I end up out of time. But um I've been using my AirPods to listen to shit and play through because that's straight to the ear, baby. Like there's no way to misinterpret that. 
but um even even my airpods i feel like are dying out a little bit definitely weaker than when i first got them so i'm gonna try to get the pros or whatever the ones that are really good the new ones the the ones that have like noise canceling shit because i i think that would help a lot with drums like noise canceling try to keep that shit out so i'm only hearing the music so you know i'm playing straight straight in tune straight in line with it but that'd be cool that's about all i'm thinking about spending my tax refund on right now though and um, but going back to drums i've been trying to get better I've, I've been playing the met too and i've been playing the music and really trying to get better at uh staying in time and like knowing what goes where when because i mean the whole thing i don't know if i said it before the whole thing about learning drum set is like trying new shit like fill in the blank and seeing if it sounds good like in, at the end of a bar i'll go instead of like just whatever fits where because of how it feels in the song or what part of the song you're at like it's a lot but at the same time it's very little it's just trial and error but i've been trying to do that and honestly i feel like i've been kind of stuck lately like i haven't been getting that much better compared to um when i first started playing like i could i could see myself like damn dude you're kind of killing it right now like compared to you used to be but now i feel stuck but um i hit up my friend miguel who i've talked about before he i used to be in percussion with him but i remember he was in jazz band before i got into jazz band and he was the drum set player and sometimes i would be sitting out in the hallway waiting on jazz band in so i could get my stuff out of the band hall or something but um, I'd be sitting in the hallway and just listening to him play the drum set, and he was fucking killing it. Like, he would always sound great. He was always going off. Like, I loved listening to him play. And um, one one birthday party or some shit, I don't remember, maybe it was a Halloween party. I was over at his house, and I helped him put together a drum set, like a mechanic, uh, electrical one for, gu- not Guitar Hero, um, Rock Hero? I don't know. One of the fucking games, but... All this to say, he's a badass fucking drummer, so I texted him on Instagram, or not Instagram, Snapchat, seeing if he would help me get better at drums. And he said, well, what did you have in mind? I'm like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> but um, we'll see if that happens, because I would like to get better. And if he's able to help me, that'd be fucking awesome. If not, I might look into lessons. I don't know. Bill Burr takes lessons, or at least he took lessons. I'm still way back in, like, 20, 2018 listening to his stuff, but he took lessons, so... That might be something I look into, at least, at least something to try. Cause I mean, I won't know until I do, right? Cause this is something I really do like, and I would like to be good at. Like I would like to say with confidence when someone asks me, "Oh, are you are you a drummer? Are you any good?" I like to say with confidence, "Yeah, I'm pretty good." Or, or when I'm being modest, have it actually being me being modest and not just being honest. Like, yeah, I'm not that great. <laughs> Something like that, bro. But I'd like to have confidence in in my craft, I guess. I don't know. We will see. And I will stop saying I don't know after everything. I promise. Accidentally stopped recording. I don't think I cut anything off, though. All right, here we go. We're going to read a few journal entries. One or two. One or two. This one is from October 5th at 3 a.m. Ooh. I have mixed opinions on weed. It's hard for me to determine whether it's more of a blessing or a curse on my life. When I was younger, I wanted nothing to do with the stuff. My parents always smoked, so I didn't want to be like them. Now, I can't remember exactly what caused me to feel that way. Maybe the smell? 
I think when I finally came around to liking my parents more, I was such a shithead back then. That was in quotes. Or, yeah, quote? No, not quotes. Um, shit, shit, shit. Uh, para, 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 fuck. What, what's the word? You know what I'm talking about. The. Damn it. Shit. It'll come to me in a second. I was such a shithead back then. That resolve faded away a bit. That resolve to not smoke faded away a bit. Sorry. When Aiden and Blink smoked around me is when I started to get curious. Not that I blamed them in any way. It was 100% my choice. They weren't peer pressuring me at all. And then in more of these, um, they're not quotes, but I'll, I'll remember what they are in a second. Brackets? I don't think brackets. Um, PEMDAS. It's in PEMDAS, bro. Parentheses. There we go. That's really all it took. <laughs> okay, okay. In parentheses. I've never experienced peer pressure when it comes to drugs. I feel like media missed the mark or, or people stop caring these days. Because uh, if I'm not smoking, it's just more for them. And um, next. I remember bits and pieces of my first high, and I remember word for word how I described it afterwards. I finally felt like I didn't hate myself. What a powerful, dangerous, addicting effect. I was happy. That's where the hook is. That's where the hook is. If you get a taste of something greater, you'll do anything to get it back. That's the magic of dopamine. Um, Weed makes shit not matter, which is great sometimes, but ultimately is detrimental, really to any plans for a career, a future, etc. Weed also makes music better, food better, happiness better. So I'm torn. My parents are stoners and smoke multiple times a day. I wonder what it's like for them. If my tolerance is high, I can only imagine theirs. Anyway, I think like all other things, moderation is the answer. I don't need to spend every second of every day being baked. Uh... Sorry, but but if I'm with friends or trying to relax after a long day, I think it's fine to smoke a bowl. Fuck it, we're all gonna die anyways, right? That is correct. Um, as far as all, the, well, have my thoughts on that changed? Let me think. Oh, there, there's a story. I don't want to read that next. Um, I definitely think there's a place for weed. I think, like I said before, or like I said in that, moderation is definitely the key there. Because, I mean, if there's shit you're supposed to do and you're just smoking and sitting on the couch all the time, then that's a fucking problem. But if you don't really have anything to do or you've taken care of your stuff for the day, or maybe being high helps you get through whatever you got to get through or take care of whatever you got to take care of, then by all means, I don't see a point. I mean... I smoke at work all the time because it's not something, I mean, while yes, I can hurt myself and it's kind of dangerous, I, I'm still aware, even though I'm high, and um, it uh helps me get through that shit. It just makes it go by faster because all I'm there to do is get my hours in and get out, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I get work done, but uh, being high just makes the day go by a little bit faster. It gives me home so I can fucking chill out, not be on my feet anymore. But that's how I see it. As far as, like, futures and shit, I think it's... Well, let me say this. 
I wouldn't recommend weed to everybody. I'd recommend everybody tried it once, kind of like mushrooms or something like that, just to experience it. Because like I said, we're all going to fucking die at the end of the day, right? And to have something that's like a literal whole new experience, like when you're high, dude, everything is kind of different, especially for your first time. You're like, it's it's almost like you're in a different consciousness. And I'm not even trying to like, um, not hyperbole, but like, uh, ex, like when sen- I'm not even trying to sensationalize it at all. Like that first time, it's pretty fucking crazy, dude. And especially shrooms and other stuff like that. So it, I would recommend everybody try it at least once. But as far as like daily use, making it a, a, a habit or anything like that, you got to have a nice, you got to have a balance of priorities and knowing when you need to get your shit straight and get done and everything. And even I struggle with that sometimes. So as far as that, I would not recommend that to everybody, but I would recommend everybody tries it at least just because it's fucking cool. And as far as health concerns or health risks versus the reward of the experience you get, it's definitely a lot safer than almost anything else out there, I would say. So yes, but also I am not a professional medical doctor. My opinion does not mean shit, so take that with a grain of salt. All right. October 9th, 3 a.m. It's astounding how just getting to talk to a friend you haven't seen in a while can rejuvenate your spirit. Tonight I played a remake of Bus Depot in COD. Uh, I don't remember which one. I guess it, w- it would have been Black Ops 3, but a remake, because that's a Black Ops 2 map, with Geo. It was good getting to hear from him and uh, know- getting knowing what he's up to. I'm glad he's studying computer science, and I wish him nothing but the best. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, not going to talk about that. Geo's the kind of guy that's hard to hate. He gets along with everybody, and everybody gets along with him. He's always been that way ever since kindergarten. Back then, I was a really hyper and annoying, and nobody really liked me. Now when someone doesn't like me, it's because I'm an asshole or they heard something, some shit about me. I don't have the best reputation back home. It's not like I did anything really... Wait, it's not like I did anything really bad. A lot of people just don't get along with me. I really just made that about myself, huh? That pretty much stayed true uh, throughout... Wait, this doesn't make sense. If this is 11... Or 10-9 at 3 a.m. 10-9 at 11 p... Okay, morning and nighttime, duh. Alright, October 9th, 11 p.m. Today I feel like I took a huge step towards becoming a true Chicagoan. I got my first hot dog. This is an an especially big deal for me because I'm not too fond of them, but boy was I surprised. I went to Devil Dogs, which is open super late and conveniently close to my building, and got the Bulldog. It is the one that is deep fried and comes with chili, barbecue sauce, coleslaw, and cheddar cheese, in parentheses, the most southern hot dog you can get. It was great. And it was surprisingly cheap. With a drink, too? Question mark, question mark? To level with you, I was very hesitant to leave my room and, uh, and not go. And very hesitant to leave my room and just not go. But I'm very glad I did. I will definitely be going back for more dogs. Yeah, one time I went there, and they were fucking closed. And even though they were supposed to still be open, like, during their business hours. So, 
I walked up there and then I saw the lights were still on, so I tried to get in the door and it was just fucking locked. So I never went there again because that shit pissed me off. Fun story. All right. Probably the last one. Probably the last one. 10-13, October 13th at 1 p.m. Haven't written in a few days. Took a bit of a sabbatical the past weekend, but it's time to pull in the reins a bit. I've been going to the gym regularly, so I feel pretty good. Parentheses, the lingering muscle aches are proof I'm doing something right. I need to write an ode before tomorrow, and I should really catch up on the reading. Right now I'm in my ad class. You guessed it, watching a video. Yeah, that was the teacher I didn't really like. He was in my ad class. He wasn't a bad guy. I was projecting, probably. I wonder if this guy knows I'm not taking notes. (laughs) I wonder how much he cares. That's one thing about being a teacher that has always seemed really depressing to me. Every day, every teacher meets a shitty class or student and loses the spark that made them want to teach in the first place. I would hate to go through that because there's no real way to punish the kid. They probably don't give a shit and their parents won't do anything, so you're just stuck with a shitty kid in your class. That must suck, huh? Yeah, that happened. uh, I saw that a lot in high school. Cool teachers that were nice and a little loose with the reins. They uh, got just fucking shat on by shitty kids. Mr. Lopez, bro, he was really nice, and kids took advantage of it, and uh, he doesn't work at Mesquite High anymore. I'm not saying that's the reason, but I am saying that I feel bad about it. Like, I I try to be nice to him, even though I did cheat on every test in his class because one of my friends was in that class, and he already spoke Spanish, and I don't know why he was in my Spanish class, but so I got all the answers from him, and but no, I was always really nice to the dude. He gave us candy. He he ran the school's Twitter. Like, he was a cool dude. That's why it always sucked when I saw students take advantage of them. Oh, shit, shit, shit. We'll do one more. I, I, I want to do one more. This one's kind of long, too. We'll do one more. October 24th, 4 p.m. One of my all-time favorite songs, The Kill by 30 Seconds to Mars, just came on. That's a great fucking song. The first time I heard this song, I was in the truck with my dad, and I really liked it. You know, as much as a four- or five-year-old can like a song. But um, my dad saw how much I liked the song, so he made it his ringtone. And I know that doesn't sound like so much of a feat nowadays. You know, you just go on YouTube, YouTube to MP3 that shit or something, but... Back then, you had to, like, record that shit. You had to get your phone ready at the right time. You had to, oh, you hear it on the radio. You'd be like, fuck, I'll get it on the next verse. I'll get it on the next verse, next chorus. You know, you had to really try. So um, uh, every time he got a call, I got to hear that horrible, fucking blaring, shitty quality version of that song. And it was um, awesome. It was the best thing ever. Uh, I've found that the older I've gotten, the more I relate to that song as well. In my opinion, the song is about someone that is struggling to fit in and after uh, uh, after unrelenting ridicule and rejection, finally comes to terms with himself and stops caring about what other people think. This is a, th- a theme that I and just about every other middle schooler <laughs> could relate to at the time. Listening to this song kind of helped me through all of that. And now when I hear it, it's a reminder of simpler times, but also a mental check to make sure I'm doing what's best for me. I think I want this song at my funeral. Well, that's true. I do think I want that song played at my funeral at some point. I don't know. But as far as all that other shit, 
Uh, I mean, it's a great song. I don't. It's not a mental fucking check for me. That was definitely me fucking agging that on a little bit. I do relate to what the song's talking about. My whole life, I tried to fit in, and I never really did. And then when I stopped caring about that shit, stuff tried started to go a little bit better for me. But so I definitely relate to it on that note. Also, one thing about that song. I used to walk to school most days, right, before I got a car. I'd either walk or ride my bike. But in high school, I just started walking to school. And I had to walk to the cemetery. And not that that's important in any other way, but it, it was just a shortcut to get there faster. But I have a, a memory of walking through the cemetery, and then that song comes came on. And I was just really listening to the drums and shit and thinking about, damn, this is a hard-ass song to play on the drums. I doubt I'll ever be able to play this shit. Uh, but now... I can actually kind of play the first part. Like, I can I can get most of those uh, bass hits and everything in. It's when it gets to the chorus, I just don't really know how to play it. But if it just feels really cool having that memory, thinking, damn, at one point I thought I could never even be able to touch this, but now I'm coming close. And not that it's even like a crazy hard drum part either, but still, that's, um, that's progress. That's cool shit. That's the shit that matters, that makes up, I don't know. I'm just bullshitting. Hmm. This one's short. I'm going to read it. October 27th, 12 p.m. I find that the only time I feel compelled to write is when I don't have anything else to do. That sucks, but it's always how I've been. Anyways, here I am again in ad class. Guess what we're doing? Go ahead. Guess. Yes, that's right. Watching a video. Last week there wasn't class because we were taking the midterm. I got a 97. Man, I didn't study in that class ever. They made me buy a book that I never fucking opened. I didn't do shit for that class, and I got a 97 on the midterm. I think my ring is a little too tight, but I'm not sending it back for a different size. It would take too long, and if the ring was bigger, I don't think it'd fit. That's the end of it. All right, y'all have a great week. Thank you for bearing with me on this Sunday, the Lord's Day, if you believe in that. Um, my, my, my mom and brother went on a like a Christian camp whatever over the weekend they went to mount lebanon which sounds like a biblical place apparently it's 45 minutes away they went there and it was snowing up there like it was 60 degrees over here but it was snowing over there 45 minutes away that's fucking texas for you but uh i asked what they were doing before they went and she's like i don't really know i was like what do you mean you don't know like what activities you're gonna play basketball you're gonna go outside or she was like "I i don't know it's all in this book like some activity stuff some lesson plan or some shit for getting children excited about Jesus. I don't know. I don't know what went down there either, but I do know that uh, at at 11 a.m. when they got home, I was asleep until they got home, and I heard Mom yelling about something, and then I, you know, I got up, so I went went into the main room, went to my parents' room, and I walked in there to smoke, and they were, and I opened the door. She's like, what? What now? I was like, I don't know. You tell me. How long have you even been home? She's like, long enough to shower, long enough to try to take a nap. I was like, long enough to get like this? Jeez. And then I went back outside when I was done and sat down, and Grady was trying to tell Jonathan about stuff, and Jonathan was just being a dick, like, cool good for you i don't care like that kind of stuff i said why don't you go in your room then he was like okay i was like man i thought y'all were gonna come back with the spirit of jesus i didn't know this is what it felt like both of them crabby as hell man i don't know thought it was supposed to bring people together i'm just exaggerating and poking fun at it obviously 
but I do know that whenever I get to come home after a trip, normally I'm pretty fucking happy and relieved and, and grateful to be home that I don't have to do anything. I just get to wa- lay down, right? Because even on trips, there's an agenda of some sort, but let's not go into that. Let's uh, end it right here. Y'all have a great week. Thank you for catching up with me. I hope you stay safe. I hope it gets a little warmer. We can go outside and start doing some more shit. I miss skating. But uh, until then, we're going to huddle inside and watch Euphoria. All right. Have a great week. Later.